Welcome back to the Famous at Home podcast. Today we are in the new year. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. It feels space age, does it not? It does feel space age. Space aged a little bit, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's oh, weird. to me, it's still. It would have. I, I feel like I'm still in the 90s. I literally wrote 1995 on something the other day. You did? Yeah. Someone like psychotherapized that. Like, what happened in 95 that I was like, <laughs> right back there? That's pretty, anyway. pretty bad. Hey. 23. You are listening to the Famous at Home podcast with Dr. Josh and Christy Straub. Because when it's all said and done, we all want to know that we were famous at home. We're getting ready to jump in on purpose today. Before we do, here's a word from our sponsors. So, guys, it's 2023, and we're in this Words That Matter series, <laughs> and there are so... This is the biggest... I think this is the most excited I am with everything that we do in our... With Famous at Home is helping families find purpose. There, I, I just, I get super excited about it because, all right, let me, let me, let me set the context for this. What's fun about this is in our <laughs> coaching, okay? So yeah. we have our coaching programs and in our coaching, a lot of times where people get stuck is they get stuck doing the rat race of the American dream and the work and the kids to sports and all this and that. And the thing that I hear, and I'm, I'm, it's funny because I'm coaching somebody right now who's, he's, he's just like, I never thought, like, I have felt this desire mm. for purpose. And his wife is now saying the same thing. And it's like, oh, there's purpose. Like, this is, this is where, and, and it's funny how God shows up in his life and starts to really put this on his heart. And then, um, and then I get to be a part of that journey and that process as well. And you just see all this come together and it's just exciting. And so I think for those of you who are, you feel stuck. You're like, man, what does 2023 look like? Our family does feel chaotic. Our family feels, uh, and maybe not all the time, but maybe at times it feels chaotic. You feel directionless. You're like, man, I'm looking at how fast time is going. My mm -hmm. kids are going to be out of the house in X number of years. I mean, just do that for yourself. Do the math. Like we have a 10 year old. We got about eight years. Like it, it goes quickly. And, that and you start to heart. ask the question, like, what is, what is our purpose yeah. as a family? And that's what we want to talk about today. Hey, I also want to say this too, real quickly, our registration right now for My Kids EQ workshop, coaching workshop, you can become a My Kids EQ coach. It is open. We would love for you to join it. Um, it is going to be epic. It starts February 6th. The uh, registration ends January 20th. Go to MyKidsEQ.com. All the information is there. It is the coolest, most integrated, like biblically, I say biblically based, but I don't even know if I like that word anymore because it's so... Um, infused with it's faith. It's like the truths of God filtered through our emotional growth. Yeah, it's so good. And our, yeah. Because you can't separate spiritual can't. and emotional growth. You're, you're, as Peter Scazzaro says, you're only going to be as emotionally mature as you are spiritually mature. Right. And uh, you can't separate the two. And so. But there's a whole world that tries to do that. And I think this is why it's just, it's been this seamless, like, I don't know. I feel like the Lord's just unfolded it because it's like, this is what I want my kids yeah. to know. I, I love what he says. He says, you can't remain, you can't be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the connection there. And I just, yeah, so, good. so I love it. And I, I would love for you guys to check that out. Everything's in the show notes. Purpose. Purpose. Let's get into purpose today. 
what so where I we're get about ex- to do this with a couple just after we get off this so here here's what i like to do here's wh- what i like to do is i like to and so if again it sounds like a uh, a pitch but you know like of everything that we're doing but these are the resources we're putting out there to help serve families the the famous at home book which we released last year last year already wow hasn't even been a year it's not even a year but it's last year it's kind of like i just hung out with my family last year even though it was like two days ago uh-huh. <laughs> um but it's like you know we um we uh are are <laughs> sorry i was like <laughs> just messes with your brain a little bit when i think about purpose i think about you know, we're seeing people, what we're being told is that our purpose is get a job, start climbing a ladder, make X number of money, amount of money. And it's kind of like, get your, you know, do that for all of your life, retire, get a nice car here and there, retire uh, on some beach somewhere and play golf while you're retired. Like that, there is so, that is so empty. That is so, and people are realizing how empty this dream, this dream really is. And I get excited about that because I have never been more excited about the direction that our family is going. I've never been, uh, you know, people are asking me, how are you guys doing? Like, how are you really do?" And I'm like, honestly, we are more centered, I think, in our marriage and we are more centered in our family than I feel like we've ever been. Yeah. But I think it's because God has infused the sense of purpose as a family, not just me, but our entire family. Well, and I think it comes down to like, we actually are guided by a set of values and we have let those values point us toward the purposes that God has for us and realizing like you, like for lack of vision, the people perish. Like we die without a sense of purpose. We die without a vision of what we're to do and what we're placed on this earth to do. Like we actually perish. And I just wonder, is this why if some many people are struggling with depression is this why so many people are going into like well, i think it's very I, no, you know and i think all it's these, very like, true well and, and chasing work chasing like these platforms in other places because they i think we all have this innate built-in drive to accomplish a purpose and so if we don't have one that's directing our lives like this overarching goal that God has just placed us to do, we find substitutes and there are these like false idols that we start chasing because we're built to do it. And so like, let's get it back to the right ones. When I think too, from a sense of purpose, like I want to make sure that I'm like in, in 2023, we'll start opening up even more into our inner world about what does all this look like? I genuinely think, cause you're talking about, um, you know, and again, this is not like prescriptive in any way, shape or form, but I've been eating differently. And that to me has helped my mental state and how I show up for my family, even in a whole new way. There's, there's like a whole pillar of things. And I think we should probably figure out a way to do a podcast episode on this, but a whole pillar of things that, that, uh, areas of our lives that we're prioritizing that lead to a greater purpose for us. And one of those things for me has been my physical health. It's been what I've been eating, uh, what I've, probably more so not what I've been eating, but what I've not been eating, what I have cut out and what I'm prioritizing now. And I'm not going to get into a specific diet thing because I think dieting is, is a whole diet and all that is, is all I can get into it at some point, what I'm doing for me, but I don't want to prescribe anything for you. I just want, like, I can tell you it's no sugar, no seed oils, those types of things. Like I'm really prioritizing and looking into what is our food system look like? What does the food industry look like? What did it look like 50 years ago? Why is there so much unhealth today? And, and going, wait a minute, 
how can I start changing how I eat so that I'm not working out to, to eat, but I'm eating to work out. And, and I think there's a shift in, mm. in that. And so for me, it's yeah. about purpose. It's about that's, that, that adds to my purpose because we are, I want to be healthy for my kids as they grow up so that I can do fun things with them. So I can do adventurous things with them. And this whole idea of purpose starts with our family values and our family values is a real huge place. And this is what we talk about in the famous at home book is that our, our family values, we, we help families implement this and we can put um we can put this in the show notes today there is actually a a link that we'll give to you to download for free the downloadable worksheets that go along with the book where you can walk through this exercise walk through the exercise of finding your family values and putting action steps to each one of those values that helps guide your family in a particular direction because the reality is this if you don't Guide. If you don't have a direction for your family and you don't start becoming intentional about the direction your family is moving in, the culture will raise your family for you. And that's what's happening. We get sucked in to the tide of the culture. We get right. sucked in to where culture is heading. And what ends up happening is, is we wake up one day and we're like, wait a minute, we're disconnected. Um, you know, we're not enjoying life. We don't know what our purpose is. We, we, we feel purposeless. We feel directionless. Don't live that way. You don't have to live that way. You can choose a different way of living. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty is that there's a choice. I don't know 10 years ago if I would have told you I knew that was true. Like I didn't, I knew to obey the systems that were put in place before me. So like go to college, yep. Like what's your five-year plan? Got that. What's your 10-year plan? Okay, career. What's your, you know, and I, I did all the things. Like I- went through all the normal processes, got, we got married. And then it was just like this, what? Like, I remember with Landon, our firstborn, watching my friends put their kids in soccer at like two years old. And I remember thinking like, oh, is like literally in my naivety, impressionable, like insecure young parenthood being like, is this what you're supposed to do? I guess you're supposed to put your kids in soccer when they're two. Like, I don't, maybe that's good for them. I don't know. I was looking around me to see how other people were living. And I don't know that that's unique to me. Like, I think that's kind of what we all do. And unless you're, you well, see, I mean, Instagram, I mean, come on, another I mean, you, way. you follow somebody on Instagram and you see the life they're living. Yeah. There, there's an attraction because people are putting attractive, they're putting the attractive pieces of their lives on Instagram. Of course, you're going to be attracted to their lifestyle. Yeah. And I think you start to absorb it then. Yeah. you absorb what you see them doing and you're like, oh yeah, it's like advertising. Like you get sucked in like that must be, that must be good. That must be necessary. As opposed to the alternate way, which I was literally praying this morning and I really, the Lord was like, you have been like, there's this wide way, the, the, you know, this, this wide gate that most are walking. It is filled with comparison because there are so many and competition because there are so many people walking it. You walk the narrow way, it is narrow and it is deep because it is like deep wells. And it is obviously windy and not a direct straight shot. And yet there's no competition and there's no comparison because no one else is walking your path. And there was something, I don't, like it was just this revelation where I was like, yeah, that. Like, duh. Like I know the narrow versus the wide way, but like, 
I think we all get so sucked into the competition and the comparison of what is around us. And to me, truthful, like for me, that meant deleting Instagram. I still have an account, but I've deleted it off my phone. I've been off it for a while. I feel better. And I've done this time and time again, like where I'll, and then I'll bring it back. And I just have found it's this vortex for me. It's not healthy. I just see this wide road and I want to be so purposed in the things that God has for me and my family. And I also need that quiet space, the margin in order to hear it. And I want to, I want to hear that. I want to hear more about that. I want, cause I want to go there. I want to go to what are some of the things that we're doing to add purpose to our lives? Yeah. What do our values look like? How are they guarding, guiding our, our purpose and our mission? Uh, and we'll do that as soon as we get back from the break. All right, so Christy, you deleted Instagram. Tell me how, like, because we I want to get practical in terms of some of the things that we're doing. And again, we say this all the time on our podcast. The things that we do, we don't feel like we're prescribing onto you that we think you need to do. You need to pray through and do what's unique to your family. Well, it's like a friendship. Like, I'm just sharing what I'm doing and, you know, you get to then absorb that however you want to and be like, oh, like, it's like that reflection on like, that's interesting. So why, so tell me about Instagram. Like what, what's it doing for, how has it added purpose to your life? Yeah. I think I have talked this through with so many people, friends, coaching clients. Like, I think we all feel this wrestle. Um, but I have, like, I have wrestled with this for years, um, with this need to like show your life as if like, that's the proof that you're living or something (laughs) like, and the evidence of like who you are as this social, um, like portfolio, I guess, of like your life versus actually living your freaking life. And I'm getting a little passionate about it because I think it's stealing so much from so many of us. And so I was, and part of it is like, we do like a podcast, we write books and we do we get to be in people's lives. And I love that. Like, I love it so much, but I somehow, I also have to tell people what we're doing so that they can, you know, use the resources we're creating. So there's this, been this like really weird tension of like, but you kind of have to still be visible when I'm truly desiring to just live a hidden life with God, with my family, with my friends, with my neighbors, with the people in my church community and my community at large here in Tennessee. And, um, that's hard when you're balancing those two worlds. And I think most of us have that truthfully. A lot of us are in fields where you still need to have some sort of visibility. And unfortunately that's the way social media serves us. And it's, and that's a benefit, obviously. But for me, the cost was too high. The cost was just too high. I was I was wrestling immensely with the observing so many other people's lives and then trying to curate how other people perceive mine. And that battle was taking up way too much emotional space, spiritual space space, um, space with my family and my actual friends in my real life. And so what I started to do was just call friends instead of even texting them. Like I would just like, I'm driving, dropping the kids off somewhere or whatever. And I just call them. And I had one friend be like, literally answer the phone. She goes, I didn't know people still did this. I was like, hi, 
<laughs> like, yeah. Hi. And I thought if I, if that's how I feel connected to somebody is to actually talk to them, um, why don't I do that? And so I deleted Instagram. I, it's good. I, I don't, you're lost for words. Sorry. Okay. So it was, it was, one it's the, changed everything. One of the things I for me so is that I'm doing so. So this is is that what you're asking? An episode me? about no, I think it's fantastic. I think okay. it's great. This has become an episode about us finding our purpose. So you know, I think everyone's trying to find their purpose, and everyone's mm. trying to find what makes life purposeful. Um, you know, I have a, a a coaching client who is his one of the ways he is beginning to figure out his own journey of what purpose means is he is serving refugees um, who are coming in from other nations at a refugee, uh, it's like a, where, where refugees are, are, and it's not a camp because they're now in America, but it's like housing and like support mm -hmm. for refugees for like 18 months when they first land here and they can't even speak English, right? And he's entering into their world because he's finding so much more purpose in that than he does in his corporate job. Like to me, like these are the things that, what is it for you? Who are you serving in the least of these that is bringing more purpose to your family? And one of the things that we're realizing in this process, and so I want to get to that component of purpose in just a bit. Before I do, I also want to share what I'm doing in this year, um, in 2023, that similar to Christy with Instagram that's helping us find our purpose. But then also too, like I want to talk about our values and how our values lead to our purpose, which leads to that, like are we serving in a refugee camp? Are we serving in homeless shelters? Are we serving single parents? Are we serving, you know, who, who is it that we're serving? What is it that we that, that looks like? Because those are the things that we want to invite our kids into so that they realize they have a purpose beyond sports and they have a purpose beyond the things that we're feeding them that there's purpose in. And so for me, I have a very good friend who has had a flip phone for many, many years. And one of the things I've been challenged by is, uh, somebody else who, who says that if you're not weird, you're doing something wrong. Uh, you should be the weird one at your family functions. You should be the weird one. And I, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I want to be the weird one now. Like I'm tired of being, um, I don't want to be weird. The, the I want to be unique. There you go. You want to be unique. I want to be weird. So I'm going to be I, weird this but year. Like I really like when I go out, I want people to be like, she was so unique. Like she was so, <laughs> I've been thinking about this lately you because you have space to think about it when you don't have Instagram, by the way. Um, you really do because I'm like finding myself being so much more self-reflective about my life and realizing like, Ugh, I don't want to follow all that crap anymore. I don't want to follow all the ways that the herd is going. Like I just want to be unique. Well, you're unique and I'm going to be weird. I'm going to embrace weird. Oh, sweetie. I think. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out what word I embrace. But here's the deal. I'm in the process of researching flip phones right now because I'm moving to a flip phone in 2023 and I'm going to go on that journey. I will invite you on that journey with us throughout the podcast because it'll probably change so many areas of my life that I have no idea what it's changing. Um, but I'm ready to move to a flip phone so that I am not being chased down by text messages and everything. What, what was awesome that my friend said to me is he said, you know, you realize because you get put in group texts and most people are texting. They're just texting an idea or they're texting a thought and you're interrupting time in the present with somebody that you love to, to respond to a thought or an idea 
that really has no implication on anything going on in your in your everyday life. And he said, what I realized when I moved to a flip phone is people actually stopped thinking about me. They started removing me from group texts. They start, people just don't think of me anymore. And he's like, it actually feels really nice because I spend a lot more time playing board games with my with my daughter and it is just beautiful. And it's, and and I'm telling you, his challenge to me was this. I don't, I don't talk about my values. I live my values. And I'm like, I'm going to start doing that. That's yeah. the thing I want to do. I don't want to talk about where I'm going to be a year from now. I'm going to be who I am today, not a year from now. And I'm just going to start living that way. And so that's, that's my purpose. It's, but which is so like, let's go back to the values thing. Cause we've mentioned it a couple of times. We're about to do this with some clients just after this where you're dialing into like what you value, but like what you're adding on is the spin of like, not just stating it, but living it. And I think that's where we've seen such a change in ourselves and in, in people that have implemented this, like you make all your decisions differently when you are actually guided by your values versus just, I think, especially in the church, we do this, we state a set of values. And yet I think we'll probably, a lot of us are going to go before the father and he'll be like, what did you do with the time that I gave you? What did you do with the gifts that I gave you? And we're gonna be like, Ugh. like, I'm saying this for myself too. Like that sense of like, I really intended to, but yeah, life yeah, got in yeah. the way. And so let's scratch that. <laughs> I really intended to, and let's actually put intention into action. And that's what living on purpose is. And I think in its yeah. most simple form. Well, I agree. And and so our values, and, and again, there's an exercise there in Famous at Home book yeah. that we would love for you to just get and and walk yourselves through. Uh, you have any questions, you can reach out to us. We'd be honored to, to help you nail down those values. But, you know, ours are faith and family are the top two. Um, we don't talk about those too much because they're just a given. Um, connection, adventure, and purpose. The... We want to live on purpose. That's what this episode is about. All of the decisions that we make in our lives are all about those three core things, filtered obviously through faith and family. But the connection piece, we really combine all of them, but we're always thinking about all five of us, sometimes all six of us, because sometimes we include the dog, and because he's a part of our family too. And but we're currently laying at our feet right now. We're always thinking about how do we include everybody in this journey. So if I'm going to speak, I'm taking someone with me, uh, a child with me. If we are, um, you know, there's times where we go together and we bring all the kids with us. You know, we are figuring out even from the homeschooling perspective, like we want our, we want to be connected in how we're educating our kids. We want to, uh, everything that we do has connection can in some way yes, built was, into our actions. And I was just going to add too, but not, and within the family unit, first and then within the relationships that God has around us because oh, that's what I was going to say yeah that connection to people like real people in our in our lives like I think we have just we've gone so wide in our relationships oh you got to say what you've been reflecting on in that right now okay so yeah well not what I've been realizing and I think the Lord's yeah. just been putting this in front of me over and over and over again is that the and and we've seen this in our own lives I yeah. heard it 
I've heard it so many times. Three times in the last well, 12 I, hours. I listened to it in me. a podcast. Yeah. I read it in an article by John Tyson. Um, so I listened to it in a podcast by uh, Levi Lusco and Jenny Lusco. They interviewed our friends Brant and Mary Kreider. Uh, John Tyson sent an article uh, in his email list that I read it in there. And then there was two other places uh, um, on Instagram that I saw this same idea that... Uh, in like 12 hours. It's it, within the last 12 hours. And the whole idea is that in order to cultivate your heart, as you cultivate your heart, the, your world will become smaller. And I've seen this happen in my own life. Like the, the things that bring me the most life are sitting on my floor playing Thomas the Train with my kids. Uh, the things that bring me the most life are playing Uno and games with my kids and my, my family. The things that bring me the most life are the things that connect me to the world around me. But it, it's what it's doing is it's making my world smaller, not larger. And, and some of the things that I've been seeing is that the faker you are, the larger your circle will be, and the more uh, real you are, the more authentic you are, the smaller your circle will be. And I'm like, that is fascinating to me. I think there's a false self, true self component to that. Yeah. That the more, that as we live out of our false self, we try to surround ourselves with more and more people. But the more you enter into your true self and find who you really are, the smaller your circles become. And for me, deeper connection this year with a flip phone, something I've been desiring to do that I just haven't done is to have campfires or bonfires in my backyard uh, where I invite men over, you know, to just sit around the campfire and have a conversation. I haven't done that yet, but I'm doing it now. And I'm going to be able to pick up the phone and call them, not text them, pick up the phone and call them and say, Hey, come over to my house tomorrow night. We're having a fire. Come over to my house tomorrow night. And it's just going to like, though that's how I want to be living. Cause I want to be connecting with people who I'm doing life with, not just scrolling and, and figure and trying to get bigger and wider, but to get smaller. And to me, there's just so much purpose in that. And I, I hope Again, hope that's helpful for you guys. Oh, I just think it's so rich. And it's well, it's true. Like, it just rings true in your spirit because you're like, and, yeah. And that. you might be sitting there right now going, I don't know how I'm going to ever do this. I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I want to tell you something right now. I have no idea how I'm doing it either. I'm just doing it. Like, don't talk about your values. Just live your values. If you've been itching for a flip phone, just go buy one and start. Like mm. if you've just, if you've been wanting to have guys over, don't be talk, don't keep talking about it. Just go do it. Yeah. Like I've been challenged so much by close friends of mine who don't just talk about things. They just go do it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go do it. I'm just going to be the guy. And cause I'm, what, what else am I waiting on? Like right. truly, what am I waiting on? Am, am I waiting for my kids to be out of the house? And I look back and I'm like, oh man, I wish I would have done that. It was a good idea. I really should have tried it. You have to follow your convictions in that yeah. sense. So let's get into the values piece here. Um, for you, as you're doing this, what we encourage you to do is download the 100 commonly held values list that are in our book. And if you're married, separate. Uh, don't literally separate your marriage. That would be weird uh, for us to tell you to do that. Don't do that. Go into two <laughs> different rooms. Take that list, print off two of that list, go into two separate rooms, and each of you walk through and circle the values you want to lead your family, that you would love for your family to live by. And then come back together and look at your list and compare your list. Did you uh, have similar values that were circled? If you did, that's probably a good place to begin because you're probably already living out that value at some capacity or at least desiring to live out that value and then what we encourage families to do is narrow your values down to three, no more than five values. Because the more values you have, you end up uh, forgetting what they are and you don't really live by them because you actually want to put action steps underneath each one of those values. And so come up with three, no more than five values. If you're a single parent or a solo parent, 
uh, and your kids are old enough, invite them into this journey. Do the exact same thing with them so that you have a direction in how you want to lead your family um, as you move forward. For us, adventure has been camping. Uh, we've been going camping. We've decided to, to make camping, uh, four-day weekend camping trips um, as part of our adventure and, and adventuring out and about uh, taking the kids with us on trips and, and kind of having roots and wings is, is, is part of what that looks like. Purpose for us is, is having our kids be a part of what we, what we believe we're called to do through the household. If you haven't listened to the Rethinking the Household episode, we'd encourage you to go back and listen to that, uh, where we are really entering in and helping families to build the kingdom of God through how we treat other people, but also through our household, our household of faith. And what does that look like? And, you know, our kids are embracing that in some really cool ways. And, and it's, it's just been, it's been sweet. We, we are in a sweet season. Um, I pray that we stay in that sweet season, but, um, we really feel like our kids are picking up a lot of the values that we have been preaching and living out in a lot, not even preaching, but just simply living them out. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we believe that if, if you do that, you will find so much more life and energy. Like I, there was a season in my life where I struggled waking up in the morning where it was just like, ugh, got to get up today. Like, and mm-hmm. that was, you know, early when our kids were super small and you might be in that season too. And it was just like, ugh. But I really like now when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I'm excited to get up. I'm excited mm-hmm. about the things that are ahead in the day because there's so much purpose in, in all that we're doing. And and, and it's funny because my shift has been, I'm not doing this for us. I'm not doing this for famous at home. I'm not doing this for our organization. I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this to make a dollar. I genuinely am doing this because there's a deeper purpose into building for the new earth that has completely transformed the way that I view uh, how I lead my family with a sense of piety, um, which is a way of life. It, 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 piety is a word that we have lost in our culture and that I am uh, trying to, I'm going to reclaim thanks to C.R. Wiley in his book, Household and War for the Cosmos. I just, it, it changes the way that I serve Christy. It changes the way that I serve our family. The things that I can now do around our house, even in the simple things as picking, uh, you know, vacuuming or cleaning up the kitchen or doing those things, uh, seeing things that need to be done around the house and just doing it out of the sense of like, ah, this is what I this is what I'm called to do in my family, not doing it and then resenting Christy, but actually doing it because God's watching me. There's a motive and a heart change of like, no, this is what I'm called to. And, and, and this is a really cool honor to do this. And Mm -hmm. rather than not doing it because I'm trying to chase something else outside the house. And I think that's the big thing. That's what we talk about in the book, famous at home. I think that's the big perspective shift as it relates to living with purpose. And I want to talk about purpose too, because I keep hearing the number of people that might be listening and you hear purpose and you assume like, I have to have like a one sentence, like this is the purpose of God for my family. Like this is our, our life purpose, like in a, you know, what do they call that? A Like a mission statement, a, what, a purpose statement, a vision statement. When you get in an elevator, elevator, elevator pitch, your elevator pitch. No, I just, Please strip that away. I feel like that is so cliched. Like, oh, this is my very business pitch. It is. That's that is not what we're saying. Like, God has a purpose for your family. Like, it's like a one liner. This is the one thing you're supposed to do. Like, have to hit the nail on the head. I really believe it is so multifaceted. It's more of a living on purpose with purpose, as opposed to living by accident. Like living just sitting in the stream and letting it take you think of it that way versus like 
because I don't know, I'm, I am, I am a person who like needs to like get it right if there's a right way. (laughs) So that cripples me into thinking like, shoot, there's one purpose for my family. Like, what if I get it wrong? What if I don't know what that is? It's take that away, that pressure away and instead live on purpose. So the opposite of coasting, the opposite is following what society says. And I think purpose is listening to what the Lord says to you today, not tomorrow, not 10 years from now, but I thought it's what I love what you just said about putting your values into action today. Like, I think if we just wake up every day, hour by hour, and it's like, okay, Lord, what do you have for me today? Like, what do you want us to do right now? What do you want? That's how we live on purpose. And that's what creates lives that are rich. And they are, they're flexible. And we're able to be redirected when we think we have a great idea. And the Lord's like, interruption. Nope, actually, you're going to go do this. That that's living on purpose. And it's finding, as Christy's saying, it's finding the space to listen. And I think our lives are so full. You know, when we did a survey of over 700 parents recently, we found that the the greatest parenting struggle was too busy and not enough time. And I think our lives are so full, we're not giving our space, we're not giving ourselves space to listen. So I just, to me, I read a book in 2022 that uh, one of the most significant books I read in 2022 was a book called Imagine Heaven. And it just shifted. It was a paradigm shift for me in a lot of ways. But it, uh, I think it strengthened a lot of where I was already thinking. But uh, to me, purpose at the end of the day is, if I could simplify it, similar to what Christy is saying, is what was the effect that I left on people in my mm. presence? When I was with people, what was the effect that I left them? Um, what was the effect that I had on them and that I left, uh, that I had left on them when I, when I w- was in their presence? And, and to me, Everything, every choice that I want to make in my life, every decision I want to make is about me showing up to love my neighbors, myself. One of the things John Burke writes in that book is everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to love their neighbor. And what he found through near-death experiences is that people who went to heaven, it was all about how well we loved. And to me, that's what this is all about. It's not about the books we wrote. It's not about the the awards that we won. It's not about any how much money we made, the people we hung out with. It's not about any of that. It's about, did you love well? Mm-hmm. And to me, in 2023, I want to make the decisions today that will help me show up and love well, beginning with my family and then everybody else around me. And so uh, my encouragement to you as we close this episode on purpose, find the one thing you want to do today that will lead you to greater purpose. What is just one thing that you've been, it's been gnawing on you, that you've been convicted about? For me, it was the flip phone. What, what is that? For Christy, it was Instagram. What is that one thing that you're like, I'm just going to do it because I know it will be the next right step. Take the next right step. And until next week, keep in mind that the greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. Keep being famous at home. Mm-hmm.